And so we want to talk a little bit about spiritual health and well-being and the notion that we talk about this all the time, but really in biving and bringing into us the notion that every breath and every movement we make during the day, whether it's cooking or it's cleaning or it's visiting with somebody who is ill or it's calling up a friend who needs some support or whatever, however you are showing up in the world is the major part of your spirit journey. And the reason that we do these other practices um, is to keep, is they're like tuning, we're tuning ourselves up to stay available to be the spiritual being that we are. We are spiritual beings who are trying to figure out how to be human. We're not human beings trying to figure out how to be spiritual. You are already spiritual. And yet the humanness of our incarnation sometimes takes over the spirit piece. And so for us to be able to continually recognize that we have the, we can take the smallest little adjustments. Um, there's a new book out that a friend of mine was just telling me about. I have to get the full name. It's a atomic something. And it's about um, the idea that the teeniest, tiniest parts of our movement, both intellectual, mental, physical, spiritual, are, thank you, uh, thank you very much, Angela, atomic habits, um, that the smallest pieces that we are um, able to tweak as we move through our day, and we, when we start recognizing that life is a series of little tiny nuggets of involvement, that keep us in the height of our vitality by recognizing these little tiny pieces that then as they collect and as we are paying attention to them and our intention that we actually have a shift. That the shifts that we go after that are really large when we say I'm gonna change up my whole spiritual practice or my whole exercise practice are all favorable and fabulous but they're sometimes hard to hold on to. But the tiny little pieces that we can pick up, they have a way of building upon one another. And so I really wanted to just visit with, with us today around that we are, we are, as we take a breath, if our consciousness, our awareness is allowing us to recognize that just that breath has a preciousness in it, not because we're alive, but because we're still able to serve more. We have another breath to serve into the world. And that that simplicity can bring us, you know, joy can, can be seen, not that it doesn't exist everywhere, but in complexity, it's harder for us to get to joy. But in simplicity, we can really, the, the ease of simplicity lowers the threshold for where joy can seep through. And so for us to be able to lower that threshold and find ways to have our life be ease and to be looking at the little tiny nuggets rather than looking at big changes that have to happen, that we can then start finding that sweet place, that little sweetness that's in every moment that we're living, in every breath that we're taking, in every offering. The, um, there are you know, several really beautiful movies. I think like Water for Chocolate, I think was one of them. There are a couple where the whole concept is that as you cook, whatever love you're pouring into what you are creating, then is felt and experienced by those who are taking, having that, that meal. And that that is a met, both accurate and a metaphor for us. Every little thing that we pour into the world is experienced by somebody else. And so we have that opportunity to be pouring ourselves in, in this 
way that we're trying to live into the world that allows for our grace and our love and our compassion to be just the nuggets we're just spilling around everywhere we go. And that doesn't take any kind of practice except awareness that you're doing it. And the little habits of that, the small habits of that become the bigger pieces of how we live into the world. Do you want to say something about that city? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you have such beautiful insights. No, not at this time. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sidi. Um, so today I wanna just chat a little bit about what I'm calling spiritual alchemy um, because we are the alchemists of our life. And if we don't take charge of that, the nuances, when you look at alchemy in its the context of what it means in working with the elements and being able to work with mercury and work with different um, physical properties, we're um, transforming physical properties in our world into other things. So transforming something from one property to another or one element to another is physical alchemy. But we have a spiritual alchemy that is this trifecta of our body, mind, spirit. It's the three pieces of us coming together. And we are in the constant attunement of that. We're, we have the, if we just live into the juiciness of every moment offers me, you know, in this moment, I can stretch my body. I can do one of the little, um, you know, small stretches that City's going to share with us today. I just, because I want to bring myself fully into my body. And it's just in that moment. It wasn't that I went and sat and set a timer and did something. It's that in that moment, I can stretch like a cat. And then in the next moment, I can breathe with this deep pranayama that I know, and I'm just doing it, I know is filling me with the fullest breath I can have. And it becomes my movement through life instead of a moment when I do a practice, it becomes my movement of life. And we become the alchemists of looking and feeling into every moment of how am I transforming myself in this moment in these little atomic nugget ways by just being in the awareness and changing the sweetest little uh, tuning. It's like a tuning fork and taking the, the very, very fine refined way of, of adapting and changing and looking at ourselves. And when we live into that, it gives us every breath as an opportunity for us to have a little influence without mentally going through a construct, just living into what is this moment calling for you to do? And it might be a stretch, it might be a breath, it might be to pick up some beautiful thing that you see on the ground as you walk a beautiful stone or a leaf or, but it's those little tiniest offerings that are intersecting into your life. And when we become aware and we work with that, life is offering them up all the time. Gabby just mentioned this morning about walking the, uh, some dogs last night and out in nature and just her awareness of the stillness and the the uh, stars, the cosmos, and this feeling of where she was as being present in this space was that little nugget moment of us using alchemy to transform ourselves into being receptors in that moment. So we have to be the alchemists of our life. And it's in these tiny little atomic nuggets that we start to see and feel into bigger shifts and it's beautiful if you have a spiritual practice and you sit on a cushion and you chant and you meditate and all of these things City and I highly recommend. But over and above all of those, if it's not useful to do that practice and then, then it's done, I get off the cushion and it's done and it's all just left there. 
we want to carry those pieces in our system so that as we move into the world, it is just surging through us. What we take in, what you take in in the Ayurvedic Eastern tradition, what we take in through our senses is what we digest and it's what comes back out. So it's everything from what we hear, what we see, what we smell. We are digesting that. So in that system, it is, we are simply part of the recycling system. We take in, we recycle, we bring back out. So how are we, if you're not aware of the tiniest things that are around us that are sustaining us in such beautiful, simple ease ways, how are we able to take that in, recycle it and bring it back out? If our input is such that we're, we are receiving more um, destructive, the news that's happening, things that are creating angst in us, then that's what comes back out. So we have to be the alchemists of that transformation and responsibility for how we are allowing things to come through us and how we are settling into this, the nuances of our life. We have to be aware of the nuances and able to, and, and so that we are able to make the alchemist changes because those are the elements that we're using for our alchemy. Everything around us is an element for our alchemy. Every smell, every moment, every irritation, every judgment, all of those things are part of the, what we need as our alchemy. Otherwise we can't transform without those elements. And without our awareness of them, we aren't even in the knowingness that we're bringing them in. So even when you're not on the cushion, even when you're not in a meditative practice, your life is one big meditation. Just, it is one, the physical way you move it, the mental way that you take in information, the emotional way that you are responding to the outside world, all of it is a piece of your spirit journey. That is our life. So let us go forward and be in, just be juiced up by the moment, whatever this exact moment, being present, how beautiful Brenda's sharing about her mother and, and at her stage, how she's only in this moment. That's all she knows is this moment. How do we practice being just in this moment and take the alchemy that's being presented to us, the elements, the pieces, and use those to have transformation inside of ourselves? We don't have to go out. We don't have to go anywhere. Use your senses to gather the pieces that we use as we are the alchemists. And let's see what happens. Let's see if we can bring ourselves into a state of constant receptivity and movement of recycling and bringing beauty in and letting beauty back out and bringing things that are more difficult in and letting beauty back out that we can change, we can be the alchemists of whatever comes in. It doesn't have to just be the beautiful things. Whatever comes is a piece. It's just a piece of the journey that we're on. And that life, that simple life is one of ease of movement in and through us. And that is, we don't have to have a new practice or a new year's resolution or something on our calendar, nothing new has to change except that we're just sinking into the moment by moment receptivity to life and the vitality that that brings us. And then you'll still have your disciplines and your tools and your practices on the side. That's fabulous. We should. Those deepen us and strengthen us and help to cleanse us 
when we need that. But that alone, if your mindset isn't there to take second by second as the breath of this alchemy, possible alchemy, and make that the change, then it's just another thing you're doing in your life, another practice. And that's, you know, you can fill your day up that way, or you can fill your day up with only one of those things and the rest of your day just being the experience of you as the alchemist and you transforming every experience, every person, every nugget that comes through you and distilling it down to its essence rather than the complexity. Let's, let's have the simplicity and it doesn't have to be a simple life, but in everything that we move through, there's an, a level of simplicity that we can tend to, even in the complexities of life. If you want to get, get yourself entangled with the complexity, that's a choice. But it doesn't mean our life is simple. It means the way that we are handling it is simple. Life will still be whatever it is. But we don't have to make it complex in our mind experience unless we choose to. It's a choice. So go forward this week, ladies, and see if you can find the atomic nuggets and have little tiny shifts for the transformation and the alchemy and see yourself as this exquisite alchemist of your life. It's a beautiful responsibility.